You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all. Jewelry that makes you feel like the gem. Sneakers and streetwear so fresh, every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is checked by experts. With eBay authenticity guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports. You can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. What's up? This is your boy, Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Hell, I suck at dating. With Dean Ungler and Jared Haven, an iHeartRadio podcast. What is up, sucky daters? We're back with an all-new episode of your favorite podcast. That's right. It's Dean and Jared. We're here for Help, I Suck at Dating. And boy, oh boy, just like every week, we got a great episode in store for you, don't we, Jared? Oh, yes, we do. So we have a couple wonderful guests from the brand new show on TLC. Uh, I love a mama's boy. It's Stephanie, Mike, and Mom Liz. Now that premieres Sunday, October 25th. Uh, But we have them on the podcast this week. So my question becomes, Dean, do you think I'm a mama's boy? You, I mean, yeah, you're a a mama's boy and a daddy's boy. Daddy's boy sounds weird. You're just a boy that loves his parents. Uh, yeah, I guess. I don't know if I'm a mama's boy. I don't think Ashley would describe me as a mama's boy. Ashley is way more of like a mama's girl than I am a mama's boy. Ashley does love her mother. Ashley's mom is like her second best friend besides her sister, I would say, right? Oh, absolutely. She talks to her parents, I'm not joking, at least three times a day on the phone. What? At least. It's insane. It's fantastic. Like, I actually envy it because I want to be closer with my parents. I talk to my parents all the time, but I talk to them probably two or three times a week. She talks to them three times on the phone a day. FaceTime. I mean, it's it's great. It's it's very sweet. Maybe sometimes annoying. I've got <laughs> a question. Like a t- has, a that, has that ever gotten in the way of your relationship? No, honestly. So when I first met Ashley's parents, it was uh after our first season of paradise together where ashley was very into me and i wasn't as into ashley at the time at least romantically i loved her as a human being so i was super nervous that her dad was just gonna friggin hate me and her mom think i'm the biggest jerk in the world but they were so welcoming they were so sweet i felt at home uh and it 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 was really nice, and then it, it makes it even nicer now because looking back, those were my in-laws the first time I met them. 
Um, I don't know what would have happened if I didn't get along with Ashley's parents. And I don't know what would happen if Ashley, if my parents didn't like Ashley. <laughs> Do you think that uh, Ashley's parents adoring you as much as they did right off the bat played into her obsession for you? No. Before, like, because you don't think it did? No, because I don't. She, her parents didn't meet me before we filmed Paradise. No, but she, I mean, I don't want to like, I don't want to speak for anyone or put words in anyone's mouth, but she definitely had, I, I'm not going to say the word obsessed because that's uh, maybe a little strong. overboard. But she had very strong feelings for you for, for three years, right? After mm-hmm. Paradise, before the next Paradise, even after that Paradise, yeah. uh, et cetera, et cetera. Do you think that her feelings were escalated because of how much her parents adored you? I mean, I, yeah. I don't know, but I would say that they, it had to have played into it a little bit. I mean, I guess maybe played a little bit into it, like the fact that I get so, you know, I get along with her dad really well. I, You know what really, what it really came down to? I fit so well into her family. That's, so. I just, you know how you just meet people and you vibe with them and you feel like you fit in? That's exactly how I felt with her entire family, her parents, her sister, uh, being at her house, them being East Coasters. It just felt right. And so I think that maybe played a little bit of a factor into why Ashley was so confused why we weren't together because everything just fit including the family dynamic my question to you dean have you ever been disliked by someone else's parents uh i I don't want to sound too full of myself here but i'm pretty good when it comes to parents i think you are very good you're just so likable and but my question is not that they didn't like you in person because everybody loves you once once they meet you but with like was there like either Kaylin's or even an ex's parents not like you before they met you? Uh, pre- I, I would you say know. it's never happened until Paradise the first time for me. Can't imagine why. Can't imagine yeah. why parents wouldn't want them dating, their, their daughter dating Dean from Bachelor in Paradise at yeah, that time. I was, I was America's F-boy for a while, and I wouldn't say it ever lets anyone disliking me parents-wise. But it definitely created uh, an extra obstacle for me to uh, hurdle, I guess you could say. I'm trying to think of specifics. It was like it was like whenever I met someone new, whether I was dating, let's say let's say I was like dating Leslie or Christina or whoever I was dating post per, first Bachelor in Paradise, right? I was it was always an uphill battle. I was always starting from like from a negative two position and having to get back to zero was like a challenge. Not a challenge, but yeah. like it no, took some time. No, it's a challenge. You know? Totally, because people had an idea of who you were and what you were all about, and obviously you're not that guy. You just make certain mistakes. That does suck. But uh, you know what's funny? Parents do love you to the point where after I started dating Ashley, we were boyfriend, girlfriend, maybe fiancés at this time, Audrey, Ashley's mom, got you a gift. I don't know if you ever got it. I don't remember. It might have been like suspenders or something, but she saw them, thought of you, bought them for you. And I was like, Audrey, you're buying gifts for Dean? I am your future son-in-law. This is bullshit. I That's how much just, parents love that you. That just speaks to how great Audrey is, I would say. But no, I, Ashley's yeah. mother and I, we've met a couple times, and she's fantastic. Uh, I don't know. I, yeah, she's great. I've got nothing bad to say about her. So Well, you're I, just great with parents, man. Uh, thanks. I appreciate that. Yeah, it's, it's well, maybe, maybe because I don't have parents of my own, so I... I overextend myself to uh, to make other parents like me. I'm like a child of uh, all my friends' parents. You know what I mean? Can I uh, ask one question before we bring in the guests? And this is on a little bit more of an emotional level. So please, if you don't feel comfortable answering it, let me know. But 
do you get like does that bother you at all the fact that like you can't um you know get your parents you know signature of approval uh well firstly jared you should know this by now that nothing makes me uncomfortable uh huh. second secondly <laughs> does it bother me that i can't get their like blessing or does it make you does it make you sad you know I would say of all the things that would make me sad about not having parents, that's like the least thing that would make me sad. But I will say there are things that like not having parents kind of makes things more convenient and easier. Whereas like, let's say, let's say in a hypothetical world, your parents hate like despised Ashley. And because of that, like you couldn't carry on a relationship with Ashley because obviously you care about your parents' opinion and you want to like make them happy as well as make yourself happy. So there would be like some tension in the relationship somehow not having parents for me. Like I never have to worry about my parents blessing. Like let's say I introduced my, in another hypothetical world, my parents to Kaylin and they're like, Oh, Kaylin sucks. We hate her. We don't want you to date her. But I really liked her. And I was like, well, I want to date her. I would have to choose between dating Kaylin and making my parents happy. So there's like, you know, there's pros and cons, but I like, don't have to worry about getting a blessing from my parents to date anyone. I don't have to worry about like, uh, certain things like that, I guess. I was going to say, like, holidays, you know, like, there's less pressure for that kind of stuff. Uh, yeah, so that it's like the Barb's, it's like the Barb scenario from Peter's season, or at least the way it looked like it played out, where Peter had to choose between Maddie and Barb. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I exactly. guess that's a, a different way of looking at it, but a interesting way, no two ways I mean, you always, well, you, you always kind of got to find the silver lining, you know? And, I mean, I would say, overall, there's probably more negatives than there are positives, but I think if you just look for the positives, it's... They're not the well, Kalen gets the seal of approval from Ashley and me, and that's all that matters. Yeah, because Kalen, that's all. Kalen's pretty that, awesome. That's all I care about too. It's just you guys approving, you know. Duh. Uh, so we do have our guests that are waiting on the line, but before we talk to Mama's boys, let's take a quick break. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay Authenticity Guarantee, and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh, well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, and when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens. 
and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. We have some very special guests who are joining us right now via Zoom. Obviously, COVID-2020. From the brand new show, I Love a Mama's Boy, which premieres Sunday, October 25th at 10 p.m. on TLC. We have Stephanie, Mike, and of course, Mike's mom, Liz. Thank you so much for joining us, guys. Thank you for Thank having you guys us. for having us. Love to be here. So be, because we work at iHeart, we get special treatment sometimes, and I've actually seen the first episode. Have you guys watched anything yet? She hasn't. My mom and I have gotten to see some clips from uh, some of the other families. Got a little bit of a, a little bit of a preview, not as much as we'd like to see, but um, yeah, we got a, we got a little insight. Yeah. Have you guys seen anything of yourselves yet? No. no, they won't show us. They won't <laughs> let us see our own footage. We've been asking. I feel very special right now because <laughs> I've seen. Well, tell us everything. I'm dying to know your opinion. <laughs> uh, I mean, Mike, I mean, you come off as a mama's boy. Okay. <laughs> I expected that. Needless to say. Uh, but it's, well, I, I, well, I can't say anything because I don't want to, one, I don't know if legally I can, and two, I'm not going to spoil it for you guys. But I guess here's, the, here's my question, my first question. Mike and Stephanie, well, I, I want to ask Stephanie this first. How much of a mama's boy is Mike? Mike is a major mama's boy. I'm the one that sent him in for the show. The second I saw that, I literally didn't even read past, do you know a mama's boy and sent it right over to him. I mean, these two are on the phone all day, every day. And then the second we leave her house, they're on the phone the whole car ride home. So it's like, it's, it, she, she's laughing because she knows it's true. It's endless. It is. Liz, how many times a day do you talk to Mike? Um, let me see. Um, Countless. All, all Only time. once because the conversation just never ends. And there's one endless call. <laughs> oh, throughout the course my of God. It's, you know what? Because I always have everything to tell him. I have so much to tell him. He's like my best friend, too, you know? So, Aww. yeah. That it warms your heart, a, doesn't it? It really does. Well, Liz, in the episode, uh, you know, we talk about, you know, what happened with Mike's dad. Uh, and I, my, um, I know it was a long time ago, but of course, I'm sorry to hear that. Um, but do you think that because you were a single parent, like you became closer to Mike because of that? Yes, I, well, we've always been close. I mean, since birth, I mean, he was born and it's like, you know, that's your child and they're put into your arms and that's like your life, you know? So that's already such a strong bond to begin with. Um, and then after his father passed away, I, I felt almost like I had to take on two roles and, um, yeah and so yeah maybe that it became stronger because of that it was always strong but became even stronger so i was always like the mama bear now i was like double i was mama and papa bear cool. at the time. yeah stephanie yeah. i got a question for you what is it like dating a mama's boy you know, it's a lot. It's a lot to handle. At first, when I first started dating Mike, I didn't really realize the magnitude of how much of a mama's boy he was. We moved in with each other 
about a year ago. And that's when it really hit because it was like, I'd come home from work and I would be excited to talk to Mike and tell him about my work day and just like unwind with him. And like, he's unwinding with his mom on the phone. And it's like, I couldn't even get a word in. And that's when I was like, all right, you know, there might be some issues here trying to figure out who the number one woman in his life is. You know, me and Liz are both competitive people. So it kind of- Can I interject here? The thing is, okay, that we have to talk about is Steph and I live together, right? So Mm -hmm. Steph says she wants to come home from work and, you know, try to unwind. Like we also met at work. So first thing (laughs) in the morning, she gets to talk and just vent as much as she wants. And then throughout the course of the day, guess what? When we're working, I see her all day doing that too. So Steph also is somebody who needs 100% of the attention. So I (laughs) I feel like that kind of gets taken out of context. We're at work, we're at work. And then when I'm done with work, I'm like, all right, so let me, let's talk about life. Let's talk about, you know, not work. Can you say which talk show you guys work on? Because you didn't. We, we, our talk show didn't want us to say it on the show. So it's cut out. I don't know if it's clear. Um, Yeah, it's not on this. It's not on the show. Yeah, they didn't want us, our show, they wanted to show us on the show. Our show didn't want us to be. It's a very popular daytime talk show television. We'll but, give yeah, you, you can't say it now, right? Because now, like, my mind is, I, I'm, I, I, like, I'm all over the place. Yeah, I know. Well, all right, never mind. Don't even risk no, it. We, I, yeah, we work for the Maury Show. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Very, well, yeah, I will. No, that one's fine. That's fine to say. It was more for the purpose of the show. But, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, that's if you go on our Instagram bios or whatever you can see that. Yeah, anyway, okay. so. <laughs> yeah it's all over our social media. It's gonna get. Through. I have a million questions about that, but I will, <laughs> we'll wait for another podcast for that. Um, I want to know how Mike and, and Steph, how far do you live from Liz? Less than an uh, an hour. Yeah, that's roughly. a pretty uh, long way yeah. to be like a mama's a little, boy. It's a little too far for my, my taste. Okay, can I give you guys an example of what our October has looked like so far? So yeah, I love in, the be- in the beginning of the month, we hung out with Liz. And then a week later, we went to a pumpkin patch and we went to a brewery with Liz. And then this weekend, we were actually invited to a, a dinner to go back up with Liz and the rest of the family. So I'm not sure if we're going to be able to make it to the dinner. No, yeah, I don't think we're making it to the dinner. But so, there's but, you know. endless plans and there's always endless fun to be had. See that? That's not so bad. I, I imagine like a mama's boy, like my big fat Greek wedding where they like you literally live across the street from your parents. See, that's the thing, though. It's like, you know, I'm a mama's boy in the sense that we have a super close relationship. We call each other and talk out a lot of big life decisions or if I need advice. But, you know, in terms of everything else, I feel like that was one thing I wanted to make clear on the show was I do have a sense of independence, too. And I guess the viewers will see kind of leave it up to their discretion of how much they agree with me. But also Liz has made joking comments about living with us and cooking for us. So <laughs> it's definitely been mentioned. She's like, hey, if we get another show, maybe I can come live with you. Ha ha. I'm like, are you joking or not? <laughs> you guys will get your own spin off. Don't yeah, right. get that in-law apartment someday. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. I got a question. So Stephanie and Liz, have you guys ever had uh, like a, an argument or anything fighting over Mike just like for his attention? Well, it's not necessarily, I feel like the arguments are more passive aggressive. The one thing that I think you'll see um, in the show is about um, skiing, I think is something that we argue about. I love skiing and Liz hates it and thinks, and I've really corrupted Mike's mind into becoming like a big dangerous skier. Not nice. dangerous, but black diamond Cover level. Ears, Mom. Black Woo! diamond level skier <laughs> because of me. And that has been our like, one of our clashing points. 
So, but it's usually not like a, you know, a blowout argument. It's more like, why are you doing this? Like, yeah. stop. Dean, I'm sure Liz would love to hear how you broke your leg skiing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Don't, please yeah. don't. I know the story, Dean. Please don't tell him. <laughs> I'm begging you. Actually, you know what's funny that you say that is Steph even said, oh, geez, I feel like this might get brought up. Like, I don't even want to bring up. She literally skiing. talked about this. <laughs> the day something, God forbid, happened. Knock on wood, it never does. I am moving in to take care of him. So, Stephanie, remember that. Oh, <laughs> Mike, just, Mike, just be careful if you go to Switzerland. Uh, just be careful out there. That's yeah. all I got to say. Uh, I'll be very careful. <laughs> don't I feel like that's still years out of my level of expertise anyway. <laughs> yeah, same, same out of mine, apparently, too. So, I don't know. I guess yeah, we're on the same level sure. on that one. <laughs> yeah. So, Mike, when because you know, you're quote unquote this mama's boy, uh, I feel like bad saying that, but you know, part of the show. Uh, so, you know, did you always know that your mom was always going to have to give a seal of approval before you were going to marry someone? Yeah, I did. And, you know, honestly, there's been relationships in my past where I thought that there was someone that maybe could be the one, or, you know, maybe I felt a little bit more serious. You know how young love is sometimes. And like, there were times where my mom, didn't always approve. And then now looking back, once I met Steph, I was like, okay, my mom was actually right back then about those other people and the exes I had dated in the past. But in the back of my mind, like I always knew like first or second date, it's like, damn, is mom going to like her? Cause if not, like, why am I wasting my time? Liz, did you have any, uh, like, do you remember any instances, instances where you were like, Mike? No. Oh, yeah. Every single girlfriend. In the <laughs> <laughs> Literally, like my whole okay. teenage years. 100%, yeah. 100%. Dude, I remember when I was 15 years old, like it was like my first time we went over to a fair. And like, I remember that I had this. Oh, see, she's literally rolling her eyes. I like was walking around with like. I like, I literally introduced her to this one girl that she got a bad impression of. And my mom just gave her the nastiest look and like completely ruined my weekend. And like, that was the first time I ever really introduced her to a girlfriend. And I knew like, damn, this is going to be a tough, tough. And look, it took me till I was 26. It's been 11 years. So I finally, she could be cordial with. <laughs> wow. I mean, honestly, it's nice. You've got this, you got your mother serving as like a filter to kind of keep out the ones that maybe aren't worth your time. And obviously it Absolutely. worked out because you've, now you've got Stephanie. Right. Yeah. Get, thought, Liz. Get rid of all those. Yeah. Get rid yeah, of exactly. all those other ones. <laughs> those losers. Uh, exactly. Mike, uh, well, so knowing that your mom needed, there was so much pressure with your with your mom making sure that you had the right girl. You know, with Stephanie, did you really hold off on introducing Stephanie to your mom because you knew that it, there was going to be like this wrath coming her way? You know, I'd be lying if I said that it wasn't on the back of my mind. I did wait a little bit. Um, but at the same time, though, Steph and I were friends for like a long time before we ever even started dating or had like mm -hmm. a romantic relationship. So my mom had already been familiar with Steph. And I actually think you guys had already maybe even met in passing before yes. we started dating. Yes, we did meet in passing. Now that's different, briefly, right? <laughs> and yeah, that's different. But yeah. Wait, how'd you guys meet? Oh, because you work together. Yeah, so we worked together and then there was one time where I was out with some friends and he had taken his mom out to like the same bar restaurant that I was out at and I was like, oh, there's Mike and his mom. Classic, just taking my mom out on a date like <laughs> On usual. a Friday night, let's go say hi and <laughs> me and my girlfriend yeah. like went and said hi to him and his mom. <gasps> that is awesome. Yeah. 
See how fun I was back in my single days? I was dating my mom on Friday nights and then I ended up seeing <laughs> Steph out. And I was like, yep, that's my guy right there. Lucky me. Say we didn't have fun. We have fun every time we go out. You know that. Yeah, that was fun. So Stephanie, have you done anything specific to try to win over Liz's good graces? Like how do you, Oh, absolutely. what have you done? Absolutely. So very early on in the relationship, Liz got me a cookbook and I have been really working hard to make sure I feed her son properly Aww. and healthy meals. So I have actually changed up my whole cooking method. So I don't know, maybe you'll see a little bit about that on the show, but I, yeah, I just, I'm a lot of a, I'm a lot more of a clean eater now because I cook for Mike. So I want to make sure that she approves everything because in the beginning I was kind of noticing maybe some judgment from her. I was making like Mac and cheese, chicken pot pie. And she was like, Oh, uh, I, you know, why don't you make him a salad? And I was like, Oh, (laughs) so things like that, that I do to try and impress her. I'll send her, I'll text her pictures of the meals I cook, stuff like that. They also got a lot closer on vacation. We went out together. Yes, we did go on vacation, the three of us together. Where'd you go oh, prior to COVID? Prior to COVID, a year ago we went. <laughs> Where'd you guys go? We went on a cruise, on a cruise, a Royal Caribbean vacation to, where did we go? Mom, what islands did we go to? Puerto Rico, Haiti. I don't remember. Um, yeah, I remember where else? Bermuda. Bermuda. Yeah. Wait, so was this vacation, was the purpose of this vacation for Stephanie and Liz to like go grow closer or was it like a romantic getaway that Liz just crashed? <laughs> no, there's a method to my madness. My mom loves cruises. Stephanie loves vacations. I connected the dots and made it happen. And then I realized that this could probably be beneficial for the future. Like there was a reason for everything I did. <laughs> Mike is the king of playing both sides. So for me, I thought we were going on a couple's cruise, but then all of a sudden it became this whole family affair. <laughs> Steph thought it was a couple cruise. My mom thought it was a family trip. And yeah. I just said, Hey guys, we're all here. <laughs> smart man it worked worked out (laughs) is there anything you guys are uh nervous about maybe with the show airing anything like any reservations you might have uh you know i feel like there's always a little bit of uh questions especially um you know when you don't get to see the content prior to it coming out but i felt like i was myself as much as possible and i felt like uh i'm gonna give the viewer a true and we we had fun with it we had a good time so at the end of the day i think that's all that matters yeah we had uh, we had a good time and um yeah i think we we showed who we are that's great. Well, I, I haven't seen the whole season yet. I've only seen the first episode. But you guys are very lovable, very sweet, because it's it's you and then there's one, two, I think there's th- only two other mama's boys, I think. Three. I'm, three, I'm, I think. I'm, yeah, it's three. Yeah, four total. Four total. They sprinkle them in differently, so you never know who's going to pop in where. Yeah, you never really do. Uh, so, Stephanie, what's the number one challenge of dating a mama's boy? Ooh, the number one challenge of dating a mama's boy is just wondering if and when you're ever going to come first, I guess. And just, you know, wanting to be, you know, just wanting to be the priority and wanting to be number one. Wow. Well, let me ask you all three of you this. Do you think there's ever going to come a time where like Mike and Steph, you're going to have to start living your own lives? Liz, don't kill me. <laughs> Actually, I think that. Oh, she's looking at me. I'm like, crazy. what are you about to say? Actually, what? I think there are possibilities for that. And I think that uh, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of interesting stuff coming up in the near future. Everyone's going to have to tune in for Are you going to propose like right now on Help I Suck at Dating? Because that's, awesome. <laughs> that's awesome. I wouldn't be on this podcast if I was this smooth. 
That's true. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Liz, Liz, what do you what do you feel about that? Because obviously, Liz, you grew up. You were dating other people. You were married. You were married twice, if I'm if I remember correctly. Um, and so, did you have a similar experience with your parents, or um, I'm very close they- to my parents? I'm very close to my family. We're, we mm. grew up with a big, you know, big family, or at least close together. And Michael was raised like that since he was little. I'm very close to him, and um, you know, if even if they think they're going to plan on living their own lives, I'm still going to be always involved. I am. I'm, I'll be, you know, mom, mother-in-law, grandma, like. Yeah. And you know what I've you know what I've realized too. You'd rather have this than uh, a parent or, or grandparent who doesn't want to be involved. Right. You know, does that make sense? That's what my because my uh, my mother in law. Uh, I certainly don't want to say she's pressuring us to have kids, but she mentions it a lot. Right. And but I I and she says this, and I say this too. I'd rather have you know a, a mother in law who who wants us to have kids than someone who doesn't really care so i think it's a good thing liz i think you're doing a great thing maybe a little too much but you know know there might be times when i might have to bite my tongue and not say something and i'm working on that so you're getting better little Hey, we're all just trying to get a little better, uh, especially in this podcast. That's the whole point. We end every podcast with, well, make sure you tune in next week where hopefully we just suck a little bit less. (laughs) You guys are doing all right since the show started. I've watched your stories and seen how it's come about, and you guys definitely don't suck anymore. (laughs) Yeah, no, Steph's been a big fan, and she's made me a big fan as well, so we appreciate you. Oh, thanks, guys. I appreciate it. We owe it all to the podcast. Yeah, but we, we absolutely appreciate it, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't. It, I mean, both of us formed relationships after this doing this podcast. So really, we just have to credit Suck Army, who, which is what we we call our listeners. So, who are the best people of all time? Um, well, I just really want to thank you guys for coming on, Stephanie, Mike, Liz. You guys are the best. I'm super excited for you. You should be super excited. Uh, you guys have very exciting times ahead of you. So everybody who's listening out here, make sure you tune in to I Love a Mama's Boy, which again premieres on TLC Sunday, October 25th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Thank you for joining us. And then uh, Stephanie, Mike, Liz, is there any social handles where people can follow you at? Yeah, you can follow me on my Instagram. It's at Steph Wrestler. And I also have a TikTok where you can follow me there too. It's at Steph Wrestler. And you can follow me on all platforms at Mike Bourne. That's M-I-K-E-B-O-O-R-N. Question of the day, Liz. Liz, what do you got for us? Yes, what? I don't don't have, what? I don't have social media. Facebook? (laughs) What about Facebook? Nothing. Really? Oh, my mom is obsessed with Facebook. Uh Uh-oh. I I wish you would constant family arguments on that thing. It's terrible. Uh, I, I don't want arguments, so that's I have to stay away from that. You're doing a great job then. Uh, <laughs> Stephanie, Mike, Liz, thank you so much for coming on. You guys thank are you awesome. So much for thank you guys so much. Thank you. Appreciate guys. it. Appreciate it. You'll know real when you get it. It will say eBay authenticity guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head turning handbag, a watch that says it all jewelry that makes you look like the gem sneakers and streetwear. So fresh. Well, every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things you love are checked by experts, but not just any experts, specialized experts. 
Real people who love this stuff with real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue check mark that says authenticity guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Everyone knows how much Dean and I love to travel, especially after enduring a Colorado winter. I'll take any chance I can to be in a sunny, beachy place right about now. Well, Kaylin, I have the perfect place we can travel to next. In Puerto Rico, there are nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, And when it comes to photography, the landscape is unbeatable. I think I need to go there for a relaxing vacation before baby number two comes, which is great, but also I'm very nervous. Puerto Rico offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to beautiful black sand beaches. There's no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Welcome back to Help I Suck at Dating. My two favorite segments are coming up. One, emails, because you guys are obviously the best and we love you all. But second one, we've been doing it lately. I have fun with it. I like everybody guessing. It's it's dating terms, everybody. Da- we should have like a little sound effect for this, Easton. Like dating terms, 2020. Anyway, uh, so we have Easton, we have Mark, we have Becky, we have Dean. Everybody's going to be giving their guesses and we want you guys to be guessing at home as well. So the first dating term, 2020. We're learning today. It's called freckling. Freckling, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think it is? Freckling. Freckling. Uh, freckling. Let's break this down. Freckle <laughs> with the Latin root of freck. Uh, I don't know. I want to say, what, so what's fr- let's think about like what fracking is. Is it re- related to fracking at all? <laughs> this guy's been watching too many debates. <laughs> Freckling. Oh, someone else go first. Okay, I'll go first. Um, it's a react. So freckles, I believe, to be a reaction to when the sun, you get too much sun, you get freckles. So I think it's a reaction to too much attention Ooh. from your partner. Uh, you tend to bristle at that. And you, if you get too much attention from them, you start freckling and pushing them away. What a guess. Nice. Freckling. I'll, all right, I'll take a stab at it. I think that freckling is uh, actually just a play off of heckling. And uh, the reason it's called freckling is because it's it's like friendly heckling. And so that the reason uh, people freckle is like you're dating someone, but then you start treating them like they're one of your friends, like you friendly heckle your friends all the time. Like, you you know, it's like crap talking them. Um, so that's what freckling is, in my opinion, is you're, you're treating your romantic partner too much like a friend and they don't like it and they're being freckled. Dean, you put so much thought into it. That was so great. Completely wrong, but so great. <laughs> 
<laughs> Easton, Becky, I, you guys got guesses at all? This one's hard. I, I don't. I don't know. I mean, this, I'm gonna right, completely well, take a different turn. I'm gonna say like freckling is like another type because freckles are like usually just like kind of like all of your face. So it's like when someone. Uh, like butterfly kisses or Eskimo kisses oh. like is another type where it's like they just like kiss all over your face. Okay, Becky, I thought you were going in a different direction and I wanted to remind you that we are a PG podcast. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, sir. All right, so freckling, ladies and gentlemen. Dude, Mark didn't hit it on the head, but it was very close. Freckling is when someone pops into your dating life when the weather is nice and then they vanish once it's a little chillier, wow. just like freckles. Wow. Summer love. That's great. That's great. Summer that was, love yeah. right there. Yeah. I think uh, mine was pretty close too, but yeah, I think we'll get that one tomorrow. No, Not I even close. I was right at all. I, I simply <laughs> defined freckles. So that's all I was able to do. <laughs> but you were still the only one to do it. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's do, uh, let's do Gatsbying. Gatsbying. <laughs> Ooh, I know what Gatsbying is. I'll go first because I know what it is. What is it? Well, I'm just guessing. I think Gatsbying is, and and you see people guilty of this all the time, is they pretend to be much more rich and affluent than they really are. So they put on this great big show, a Gatsby show. They, uh, you know, especially like on Instagram, you like post in front of like nice cars, you wear nice clothes. And then when you go on a date, you maybe like take them on like a nice first date to a fancy restaurant, but that's not really who they actually are. So that's what Gatsbying is, is they're pretending to be some super affluent person, even though they're not. Yeah, or or early on in a relationship, just showering them with gifts, whether or not they can afford them or not, to give a false impression. I, I yeah, I agree. See, I think it's like when you you pre. I mean, it's similar. My my, my thing is similar. It's when you pretend you've read a book that you didn't actually read. Uh, <laughs> Like, like now, I'm going to pretend to know what happens in The Great Gatsby, but I don't actually. So I'm just going to, I'm, I'm gasping huh. right now. I'm pretending. <laughs> Becky, any guesses? Yeah, I think just the same thing. Like, they're just completely having this whole persona that's not even them. Like, it's just, it's, it's a facade for sure. Well, it definitely is meant to be like a facade. But Gatsbying is when you post a video, picture, selfie to public social media purely and solely for a love interest to see it. You are Gatsbying them. Mm. So you just post a really nice picture of yourself and you're doing it because you want your love interest to see it. So like a thirst trap. It's exactly like a thirst oh, trap. A I was trying to... Thirst trap. Very yes. targeted but, one. Yeah, they're supposed to be targeted. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually, I definitely 100% did this when I was still trying to win Ashley over. I was I I I posted a, a a picture. I was definitely Gatsbying her. I posted solely for her to see it because I was like, I think she's gonna love this, and she's gonna think of me all night after seeing this. Is the picture still? And it worked. Is the picture still up? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's the one uh, of me. Uh, it's back there. I don't know if you'll find it, but it's me like looking into the camera fiercely. And I think I have like a blue button down on, but I remember I took it myself. Like I built this <laughs> tripod of boxes and put the camera on top and, and took a picture of it. And it's like, it's not even that good of a picture, but at the time I thought it was great. Uh, last one, because that's October, it's Halloween. I don't think we did this one, but we'll do like a Halloween-ish dating term. Exoskeletoning. <laughs> <laughs> Exoskeletoning. 
Easton's got it right there. Wow. That is that is that's me gatsbying wow. Ashley. I was digging for it. I couldn't find it. I have all these saved uh, already. So <laughs> oh, yeah. screenshotted. Love it. That better be the background of that's your phone. That's our clickbait Easton. for this episode for <laughs> yeah. sure. Uh, we're gonna get no listens if that's the clickbait. <laughs> all right, I got it. Exoskeletoning. It's putting. It's it's your. It's you have a sh- You have your walls up. You've got a shell. You've built up over. The- the years because you've been hurt so many times and you you have trouble letting anybody in because you're exoskeletoning. Okay, interesting. I'm gonna say exoskeletoning is when you have uh, a weird obsession with insects like ants and other bugs that also have exoskeletons, uh, and you always bring those insects with you on the dates, and it creeps the, the other person out. That's exoskeletoning. Is there something you want to admit to us, like a weird fetish you have? <laughs> I think ants are the coolest. <laughs> See, I think exoskeleton, humans do not have an exoskeleton. So if we were to use one, it would be an artificial piece of technology. So I think it's when someone uses mm. social media or their phones or something to make themselves, to give themselves abilities they wouldn't naturally have, to make themselves appear better. Huh. Makes you also think. known as Tony Starking. Yeah. That's a great name. <laughs> I don't have anything for this one. All right. Exoskeletoning is uh, it's defined as ever heard uh, from your partner's ex via Instagram or Twitter. You are not the only one. More than a fifth of us have been through this. The term has been named exoskeletoning, perhaps referring to finding one of your dates skeletons popping out of the social media closet. So it's when an ex of the person you're dating reaches out to you directly. Oh, I yeah, see. that's exoskeleton right there. So like, we we don't like exoskeletoning. We don't like that why at would, all. Why would someone exoskeleton? I don't understand. Well, I think it's a term to say that your ex, maybe you're the ex reaching out to the new per, like the new your your ex boyfriend's new lady. You know what I mean? Then you're exoskeleting your ex boyfriend. Does that make sense? No, I still don't understand, really. It would be like Leslie reaching out to Caitlin. Uh, Leslie would be exoskeletoning you. But why would Leslie do that? Because she hates him. No, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I've had that happen to me before. Okay. So this girl reached out to me to say that my current boyfriend at the time was like a cheater and he treated her so bad and bought like a warning so that's one reason why I can it. it didn't this just happen to Jana and mike too she came on the podcast and talked about one of mike's exes reaching out to her saying some shady stuff it was a random it was a it, random it okay it was a rando on instagram oh okay got it got it got it but that would be an example. I'm not saying that person was right. I'm just saying that's an example. Anyway, let's get to emails. Let's let's get an email in here before we sign off. All right, let's do it. Here we go. This is from uh, Anonymous. So I have one close friend left from childhood, and it's a guy. I'm a girl. And if I'm being perfectly honest, I used to have a giant crush on him in high school. We've remained friends and have never been physical. He started dating a girl a few years ago, and she and I have become extremely close. We talk every day. I consider her one of my best friends. About six months ago, she called me crying because he told her he wants an open relationship where they could introduce other people into the bedroom, and she is not okay with that. Last week, he texted me telling me we should become even better friends and would be if I was involved with them in an erotic way. 
I told him that she wouldn't be okay with even knowing he suggested that. Do I tell her he said that? How do I be loyal to everyone here? What trumps childhood friend or girlfriend? Uh, this is weird. <laughs> yeah, this is kind of weird. I think you just got to choose which person you want as your friend, which, which friendship you value more. Uh, I, I, I do want to say I commend the guy for being honest and communicating his desire or intention. Uh, but I will say it's kind of messed up that it sounds like he wasn't received well and he still wanted to pursue it anyways, which is not very cool. Uh, I would say, tell your girlfriend what's going on. That's, that's what my first instinct tells me. Uh, and that's what I think you should do. hundred percent. You should tell the girl. Cause like she already made it known she's not okay with it. And then he texts you saying that we'd be better friends if we're involved in an erotic way. It sounds like he's manipulating her. I think you're both exactly right. And I also think there's a girl code element here. You, the girl always comes first when you're a girl, bro code, girl code, got to go with the girl, but also why wouldn't you, are you, you not want to upset the guy because you still have these feelings for him? Because I feel like his, desire to have uh, open relationships would kill those feelings you don't want to date him right is that why you're not telling him because you kind of want to date him because you shouldn't because it's all weird but if unless you're really open to open relationships and if you are fine but i still think you tell the girl the only way this works is if all three of them are okay with it and they move forward on the same page but it's obviously not that that's not the case because one of the girls called her best friend crying because she doesn't want this so like yeah I I'm I'm sketched out by the guy because I'm sure the girl told the guy I don't want to do this and then he still texted anonymous saying I think we'd be better friends if we were all involved in erotic in an erotic way. I don't know that sounds that sounds sketch central right there. I would de- I agree with Mark. Tell the girl. I think I think the important thing with this too is we've talked uh I think we've talked about this on the podcast before but it goes beyond just being okay Okay with the idea of being in a relation open relationship i think everyone kind of has to want to be in one because if one person let's let's say this girl is down to do it but she's just doing it because she wants the guy to be happy then it still is that's not a good situation either like everyone should want to do it not one person wants to do it and the other person just goes along with it you know what i mean so i agree i think that it should be girl code i think that you should tell her girlfriend uh because it also sounds like he's kind of going behind her back and mm-hmm. it, it, yeah, like Mark said, you probably don't want to be dating this guy anyways. So to me, yeah. by the way, that's a form of cheating. When you're in a relationship yeah. and you're texting another girl to say, I'd like you in the bedroom with me and my yeah. girlfriend, that's cheating. Especially when the girlfriend's not okay with it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that's absolutely cheating. I think we're all on the same page on this one, fellas. Next up, we have Haley Marie. My boyfriend and I have been together for a few months now, and it's gotten really serious. He's met my whole family. We spend almost all of our time together and nearly every night. This relationship is the healthiest either of us has ever been in. We make each other so happy. Here's the problem. I'm fully in love with him, but I don't want to say it first and scare him off. We talk about the future and moving in together frequently and the way he looks at me and speaks to me makes me think he really does love me. We're potentially going to have to start doing long distance soon and I'm worried he isn't saying it in case long distance doesn't work out. Well, my advice to him would be you can't predict the future, so don't 
dictate your actions now by assuming something could or could not work out in the future. Uh, and then Haley, I know your hesitations. It sucks being the first person to say you love someone, but just go on a, out on a limb and do it because you're always going to wonder what if, if you don't say something and then he doesn't say something and then he moves away and it doesn't work out. Just put yourself out there. I remember the first person I ever told I love them uh, was my ex-girlfriend. I was 19 at the time. We were dating for about four months and I, I, I was super nervous. I, I didn't know, this is the first time I ever told someone I love them. I, I didn't know if they were gonna reciprocate it. And so I said, I love you. And then she said, I think I'm falling in love with you. And I was like, okay, th- that's pretty good. I, I, I think that's not bad. Uh, and then it was really sweet because then a couple months later, she was like, I just wasn't ready, you know, and she explained it at the time, but she was like, I just wasn't ready to say it. And now I'm ready to say that I am completely in love with you. So it was a really nice moment. Scary for a second. Cause I was like, I think this is good, but there's like a 30% chance that it's not good, but it's hard putting yourself out there. I totally understand where you're coming from, but you got to do it. I agree. I think that, uh, if you feel some way about someone, there's no better time than the present to let them know how you feel. And it's like, what, if you wait a little bit longer to tell him, what's that going to accomplish? Probably nothing, especially if you guys are going long distance, like you definitely want your feelings to be known. I, I think there really are no negatives to telling him sooner rather than later, especially if you're certain you feel that way. Like, I think the only negative would be uh, rushing your de- like decision of feeling that way and then like saying it and then actually not meaning it. But if you are certain that you do feel that way, then 100% tell him. And like, let's say he responds to it negatively for whatever reason, uh, then it just wasn't supposed to be your person. But I would be surprised if he responded negatively. You know, it sounds like you guys, like you said, you spend every day together. You guys have met each other's parents. Um, Yeah, I I think there's really no negatives to actually expressing how you feel, especially when you're certain you feel that way too. Agreed. That's my take. Tell him he may not respond right away and you have to be okay with that because he may not be ready. He may be scared. Guys are scared of commitment, all that stuff. But tell him if this relationship is what you think it is, then tell him it's going to be fine. Guys, we're like the three wise men <laughs> or or the three stooges. There's like a gray area between those two. And I think we kind of like live in there. Yeah, I think we're wise. I think we just gave some of our best advice. I know we say this every time we give advice that that was the best advice we've ever given. But that might have been the best advice we've ever given. I, I totally agree. But Anonymous and Haley take our advice with a grain of salt because you guys know better than us. But like still listen to us a little bit. Kind of. Anyway, thank you so much for joining us this week on Help I Suck at Dating. We love you all who listen. Thank you so much to Stephanie, Mike, and Mom Liz, of course, from I Love a Mama's Boy, which premieres Sunday, October 25th at 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on TLC. Thank you to everybody who emailed in. Haley, I want to say her last name was Marie. Haley Marie and Anonymous, thank you so much for your emails. We really appreciate it. Thank you to everyone listening to this podcast, including... uh, well, that's about it. <laughs> including you uh, and me. Yeah. Including you, the person listening to this right now. Thank you. I wish we could reach out and uh, stay six feet apart and, and, and give you, I don't know, you can't shake Like a hands. six foot hug. No, no, yeah. no, no shaking hands, no huggings right now. But like, yeah, one of those. Did I, did I say yeah. huggings? Yeah, one of those huggings. Anyway, is that, yeah, is that a diaper brand? I think, I think the longer we drag this out, the worse we're going to start sounding. Uh, uh, Too late. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Uh, be sure to tune next week. We've got a great episode for you. 
we got uh, some of the contestants, the winners from Love Island will be joining us. And you don't want to miss that. So be sure to tune in next week where maybe we will suck just a little bit less. Follow Help by Suck at Dating on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. It's time to celebrate Black History Month at the Walmart Black and Unlimited Clock. On Thursday, February 29th from 8 a.m. to 8 p.m., you can celebrate an extra day of Black History Month with Walmart. This event is free and open to the public at two locations, Flatiron Plaza in New York City and Ovation Hollywood in Los Angeles. With giveaways dropping every hour on the hour, it's the perfect time to try, like, and share Black-led products. It's free, it's for everyone, and it's your chance to see how you can level up your daily routine with Black-led products that are creating a new world of choices at Walmart. Trust, you don't want to miss it. Boricua is the name for someone from Puerto Rico, but it's more than a name. It's a way of life and representation of the vibrant spirit of the island. Let the Boricua spirit welcome you with a warm embrace to start each day and remind you why you travel in the first place. In Puerto Rico, you can forget where you came from and embrace where you are. With nearly 300 beaches and 300 miles of coastline, there's always new places to explore. The island's diverse geography offers everything from secluded coves with white sand and crystalline water to stunning black sand beaches. There are spots that are perfect for water sports so you can surf, snorkel, paddleboard, or go diving. To travel to Puerto Rico, there is no passport required for U.S. citizens and permanent residents. Learn more and plan your trip at discoverpuertorico.com. Tired of endless diets and weight loss struggles? It's time to say goodbye to frustration and hello to results. Introducing Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD, your breakthrough solution to fight stubborn body fat. Imagine burning fat, balancing glucose levels, and regulating metabolism in just 12 weeks. This unique two-in-one product combines the power of two clinically studied ingredients in one revolutionary formula. Berberine, which targets abdominal fat, and OEA, which curbs your appetite, with just two capsules a day, Smart Metabolic Burn by BrainMD can kickstart your metabolism, fight stubborn body fat, especially that pesky abdominal fat, and support your weight management journey. Right now, save over 30% on Smart Metabolic Burn at GetSmartBurn.com, the lowest price anywhere. That's GetSmartBurn.com. Don't delay. Transform your life with Smart Metabolic Burn from BrainMD. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. Our products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.